Yes. I, I heard them. <laughs> I got um, a very interesting set for both Divine Feminine and Divine Masculine. Four cards. First two are for Divine Feminine. Last two are for Divine Masculine. So the very first card I got for DF was the Nine of Pentacles, which symbolizes financial opportunity, abundance, and just like fortune. Like fortune is on your side, prosperity is on the side of Divine Feminine. And I feel like that's a message we're both getting right now a lot, yeah. like consistently. Yeah. The second card, though, is the Three of Swords, which is the classic heartbreak card. And so it's a really interesting mix of ascending plus working through the heartbreak and grief. <sighs> I definitely feel the heartbreak resurfacing more. My last podcast was about um, the second dark night of the soul because I went through another dark night of soul energy. I still feel like I'm yeah. crawling out of it. Um, isn't it strange how there's yeah. opportunity in the shadows and how our light comes through working through this darkness yeah it really is i think you you're kind of challenged and once you're able to look past it you you see how much opportunity there is and i think a lot of times like in that pain there's there's something there you just have to be like willing to go into it and find that message yeah and so for divine feminine um we live in our heads and we, while we were talking before this i said um when it comes to purpose and your life path pain is what pushes you right you have a vision pulling you um it's a very subtle nudge towards a certain direction that's pulling you but pain is actually what drives you um very viscerally and i feel like right now we're all going through this time of just like deep dark sadness being pushed towards a life path that's sourced in pain and that's not a bad thing right and it just shows you that there's mm -hmm. multiple um reasons for something happening yeah and i think i i say that a, a lot it's just um if you're if you're meant to learn something or do something like we don't remember but you can align yourself and be guided towards it or you can get distracted and be forced into it through pain you know it's like you're gonna learn these lessons you can learn them on your own or you can be taught them and like in order to kind of snap us back into reality those lessons can be kind of hard to learn like they're not always pleasant and you know it's not something we should be angry with it's just um we have to have that realization that pain makes us pay attention. Does pain have to happen for us to evolve? No, it does not. Um, it, it doesn't. And in some, in some things like perhaps, but this is something that I've actually battled with a lot. And I, I put myself, through pain because I thought that was the way to learn and so like I accepted it and I I rejected the idea that I could grow without it you know like for some reason I just felt um if my life was easier if things were too easy for me I didn't deserve success or I didn't deserve like all these things because it's just like 
all of these success stories, you just see people overcome these incre like incredible like, tragic stories, you know? And it's like, yeah, because when you come out of that, it makes you so strong. And the opposite, like kind of the effect of that is if you don't suffer, you feel like you don't deserve good things. If you don't suffer, you don't feel like you deserve success and you kind of self-sabotage. Um, and I know I did that for a long time and now I'm like, no, like I, I do deserve good things. I could have good things. I can have growth. I can have lessons. You just have to be willing to learn. And it doesn't mean like what you're going through is, is easy. I, I've, I've realized now, like, it's not necessarily easy. It's still challenging. It's still, it's challenging in its own way, but it's not painful. Yeah. Or it doesn't, it doesn't need to be. I think, yeah, you, I, you start labeling it as something else. It's just, it's just incredibly challenging. Yeah. And I want to go off of that and talk a little bit about why sometimes pain has to happen. Um, it doesn't have to happen, but in certain life paths, that is the necessary tool for evolution because that's, mm -hmm. that's why we're here, right? Um, you have to realize that the universe is constantly expanding and raising in vibration every single day. Like this is not a stagnant place that we live in. Our environment is elevating consciousness, right? Nature isn't just stagnant it breathes it's a whole matrix of of bodies and animals and plants working together in unison the planet is is increasing in vibration every single day right so if you're not elevating along with the universe you're getting left behind and something is going to happen either your physical body is going to deteriorate or something in your life just screws up because you're not in alignment with the vibrational upgrade of the universe so something's just going to go out of alignment and catch your attention that's why pain happens twins don't have to separate but most twins just don't have the spiritual tools right i didn't have the spiritual tools you didn't have the spiritual mm -hmm. tools tools no. when you were in union uh union when i was in union so it had to happen because we didn't we weren't aligned with the universal upgrade so that's why it had to happen um yeah. but i think it's important to know that um the universe is always elevating and increasing in vibration. And if you don't keep up with that, then that's where the pain is. Yep. And interesting that we talk about it because the last two cards for Divine Masculine is not so great. Oh. <laughs> um, speaking right. of pain, um, Seven of Swords, if you know Tarot and you look at the Seven of Swords energy... Um, this dude literally has three swords in his back. Like he is, uh, he's feeling betrayed. He's feeling like he's carrying a lot of loads. He's feeling just attacked on all sides is what I'm hearing. Right. Attacked on all sides. Um, ego death, physical pain, emotional pain. Um, and this is a message that I've gotten a lot uh, that, um, a lot of divine masculines right now are going through a lot of mental health issues. So depression, um, just anxiety, you know, the whole gamut mm -hmm. of those negative emotions. Uh, and then right next to the seven swords is the devil card. So 
not, <laughs> not a pretty combination here, but it's not bad, right? So they're going through this pain and they're meeting their fears. They're facing their insecurities. Mm. We're talking about insecurities right before this. So they're going yeah. through all this pain from whether it's the karmic partner, the third party situation or a job or work, anything that's out of alignment with their true self and they're facing the devil, right? Their shadow self looking at, okay, look, man, you haven't been living congruently or authentically. Can we face the light now? Yep. Do you resonate with any of this? Like, do you feel that in the DM connection? Yeah. Um, I definitely do. I know. um, Wait, before you go on, bottom of the deck, bottom of the deck, chariot card. Um, It's very forward moving energy. So expect a lot of movement in this connection, but proceed. (laughs) Um, I think I was, I kind of told you this, um, Viewers don't really know this, but I I do a lot of like chakra healing and chakra meditations. And so what that's helped me do is actually tap into my twins chakra and other people's chakra. So it's like I could feel um, in my body which chakras are being suppressed or hyperactive um, and even balanced. And today it was definitely my throat chakra being like kind of tight and um weird and in our other reading that was like something that was that was highlighted it's uh the throat chakra being suppressed um and throat has to do with truth that means your authentic truth so you're not being true to yourself and I was feeling that not in myself but in my twin and how do you distinguish between what you're picking up on from your own environment or from your own fears and insecurities being projected or surfacing up so you can deal with them versus this is a telepathic exchange? Um, the first thing I'm, I'm picking up, I pick up on it a lot faster now. And the first thing is like, it's, it's not my own, but I feel very compelled to clear it. And so now I don't question it. Like, it's not like, oh, I'm not going to clear this because it's their issue. It's, it's no, it's, it's our issue. And, you know, he's doing, he's doing his end of the work and it's, it's my role to, to clear this, like clear it enough for him to not be overwhelmed by it, you know? Um, And I trust him enough to do the work that I'm not worried about clearing it on my end. It's not like if I clear this, he's not going to do the work. No, it's, he needs my help. And let me just like ease his anxiety a little bit so he can get back to work type thing. Um, And so now I'm able to distinguish it, but regardless, it doesn't matter. Like I still find it like, it's still my, it's still my issue to deal with Mm. because I'm helping him. Um, No, that's important to know. (laughs) Yeah. But what it feels like, Firstly, it's really random. Like it'll just come on random. Yes. Like you've heard me, I'll be talking to Dan and out of nowhere, I'm just like, <sighs> and I don't know why, like I just breathe heavy and then I just start feeling like sensations in my body. And I'm like, okay, it's in my chest or it's in my throat. And I just like, I pick up on it. It's very, very abrupt. And then it like abrupt enough and like shocking enough that I'm like, oh, what the heck was that? And then I feel it kind of like fade into me or not not fade but like appear slowly I'm like oh okay like this is this is coming from somewhere else versus if it's me 
it's not so sudden and it's um it's it's just there it doesn't it doesn't slowly appear it just it's there it's very um it's like if you like stub your toe like it just hurts right then and there right mm. versus if you get a sunburn it's like you don't feel it right away but you're just like oh like why is this like it's coming like I feel it like it's starting to form type thing mm -hmm. um it's very like it comes in very subtly versus if it's mine it's it's just um it's a little more solid and it appears like fully it doesn't just gradually come in and and like as I tap into it um I I notice like with myself I can identify the reasoning behind it I'm like oh I'm feeling anxious um I'm feeling anxious because I'm overwhelmed or because this or that like it the reasoning comes a little bit faster and I'm just able to identify what it is and why versus when it's my twin I'm there's a little more confusion to it and it's just like oh uh like what is it that's feeling weird and it takes me a little bit of time I'm like it's my throat chakra okay or it's my heart like my heart feels tense or my stomach feels queasy and then I'll go into I'm like okay why does it feel queasy I'm like uh it takes me a little bit of a little bit more time to pull up the reason behind it and and once it comes up it's like oh like this isn't mine this 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 is definitely him and it's a little more cloudy onto the specifics but like I'll be able to identify like it has to do with work he's not happy with work you know or he his dating situation must be like off and he's being really disappointed and it's like putting down his confidence level or you know, it's, he's starting to close up his heart because he's just like losing any like hope for, for a long lasting relationship type thing. Um, so yeah, I think I've been getting better at that. Um, but that's like the best way for me to explain. It's like when it's you, you can, you know, a little bit more when it's them, you're a little bit confused. And yeah, it's, I, it's I a little harder to clear because you really have to be in a calm state to like reach mm. in and pull it out and and it's like you're you're taking it out of two bodies you know so you have That's to be so a little true. more focused because it's just like okay yeah. I feel it I'm reaching out to you um I'm asking to take this on and now I'm moving it out of my body into you know the earth into the universe um yeah and I would tell people to just be a little more logical about it right look at your day if your day and the way mm -hmm. you've been feeling and how you've been setting yourself up doesn't equate to feeling sad tired and depressed all day it's probably not your burden right <laughs> like today i had a great night's sleep um a creative morning i did some earthing where i was my feet were on were were planted on the grass i went on a mile walk had a great breakfast, posted on TikTok, um, did a meditation for myself, worked out, um, and then was all of a sudden just overwhelmed with like sadness at night. And I was just like, where is this coming from? <laughs> and it took a while, but I think, so if you look at your day and if it's not structured towards feeling bad, well, then it might not be yours. 
right? But also look for synchronicities, right? Because mm-hmm. if you see your twin's name pop up or you see like your twin's birthday, uh, yeah, birthday pop up like I did tonight <laughs> um, in a really crazy way, right? We posted a video on our uh, Facebook group. Um, Diana posted a reading and then the amount of time was my twin's birthday in numbers and that follows both of us now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yep. Uh, it's a big sign like hey this isn't this isn't yours probably mm-hmm. and it's just uh, it's just confirmation that there is another soul connected to you more closely than you realize yeah. I think um, another important thing that I want to bring up with that is if you do have a lot of clearing for yourself to do like emotional blocks that you've been putting on um once you are in a safer place, your body and your mind will start releasing that for you too. So that's another thing you want to be on the lookout for. It's once you feel safe, your your mind's like, okay, like you're in a safe place. Like here's this trauma to clear, by the way. Like mm-hmm. you had this in the background. Here you go. Like clear it now. Um, yeah. And <laughs> realize these things that we talk about clearing past childhood experiences these are this is a lifetime practice because you can extend forgiveness to that person who hurt you or betrayed you but you can extend even more forgiveness right um you can be at a level of a five where you're cordial with them but you can go from a five to a seven or seven from a ten where you see the light of god in them and you can just acknowledge their presence and you can thank them for being a spiritual vessel for you to move forward or a spiritual catalyst rather, right? So we are always going to be revisiting our twin, our whoever, our family members, people who we grew up with and were straight up traumatized by until our forgiveness level reaches a 10 or mm-hmm. infinite, right? And it's an ongoing process. Um, I want to shift the conversation though to yeah. insecurities oh, because yeah. we were talking a little bit about this. I think a lot of it. And before. we're just talking about why our twins make us feel so insecure and vice versa right I just remember hanging out with my twin and her just literally we I think like we were just in bed cuddling right there was no like deep conversation happening we're just goofing around and all of a sudden she bursts out in tears and she's just like I just feel like I'm not good enough I'm like whoa where did this come from Right. And there's obviously aspects of my journey in separation or even in in union where I question my own self-worth, but that's never happened with anyone else, romantic or not romantic. It just no one else has made me question or look at my self-image and my self-esteem. So what is it about the twin flame situation that holds a mirror to our insecurities and then holds a magnifying glass up to that mirror? (laughs) Uh, yeah especially the magnifying glass part um you know it took me a really long time to wrap my head around this because at first I thought like oh only your twin is your mirror but you know a lot of spiritual teachers say the world is your mirror and Mm -hmm. and it's and it's really true literally what I posted on TikTok (laughs) and and everyone is your mirror your twin is just the person who triggers you the most yes and the reason I feel that this is is because you guys kind of work in duality 
And so, yes, other people are your mirror, but your twin, like your 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 twin is like you you react more to them because what was it that that we had talked about earlier? Um, they, you guys, kind of just I, I don't. I don't know what the right word is. It's like you, you piggyback off each other. And so mm-hmm. your insecurities, feed off of each yeah, other. they feed off of each other. Um, your insecurities actually trigger like the opposite reaction in them, which in turn, like make like, their reaction makes your trigger that much worse. And so it just becomes amplified and almost like exponentially. And so like, let's say your insecurity is you don't feel good enough and you not feeling good enough is going to cause your twin to feel like they are doing something wrong that's making you feel not good enough. So maybe their insecurity is um, is guilt or, yeah, look, let's say it's guilt. And so you make their guilt worse because you feel not good enough and them feeling worse about themselves for making you feel insecure is making you even more like it just it just keeps going and going versus other people are just like a reflection in order to show you like hey this is what you need to work on and you and your twin both need to work on like the same things and so that clash just blows up in your face yeah and I do not want to downplay the severity and the truth of what you just said because that literally was the 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 splinter in my relationship. That was the, the thorn on the side, if you will, where I had an insecurity of not feeling like I was good enough, right? And so I would give her reasons to feel insecure, right? I would talk to other girls. I would DM other people, right? And in turn, it had a ripple effect of making her feel like she wasn't good enough for me or like she wasn't providing enough for me or that she could never be enough for me and that I couldn't just be satisfied with her but really had nothing to do with her and so our insecurities just bounce back and forth we fix this and we never said it out loud but it was just very like subconscious and energetically and we're just like we do not want to be near each other because like this is going to destroy us both like we do not want any part of it um, that wounds the what wounds causes those insecurities within yourself that needs constant attention, awareness, and healing from yourself because mm-hmm. there's not enough consciousness to know what it is at first, right? For me in my own no. claimed situation, why we split up was because at first I just thought I had issues with commitment. I thought for myself at first glance, I was like, I just can't commit to anyone. I just don't want to be tied down by one girl, right? Like I was living in this player mindset and I just thought it was as simple as that. I didn't realize after constant work, after constant reflection that, wait, this has nothing to do with girls. It has everything to do with me not thinking I'm good enough. So whatever your pain point is, dig deep because it's probably deeper than you think. And because it's so deep, mm-hmm. it takes constant practice to, okay, let's settle into this. Let's figure out what this is and let's bring healing and light to it. And 
until you do that, it's always going to be a pain point in your relationship. Always. Always. Yeah. It, it really is. And so um, I know this is where I get nervous when we have like twins reach out to us and be really excited that they're back in communication. And I just, I, I want to give you that warning is if it's not cleared, it's just going to come back um, and then maybe like more intense than before. And it's not to say that you can't work through it with your twin. Um, you definitely can but you need to be very conscious and not have this like idealized vision of, oh, like they were gone and now everything's cleared and now we can come back together and be happily ever after. No, it's a constant, um, it's constant growth. And um, especially like there's, there's just always something to work through. Yeah, You know, we, I feel like we spend our lives doing that and coming into union or into any sort of relationship or exchange with them is is going to it's going to be doing that for you at a more intense pace than most relationships because like we said earlier they they just trigger you the right way your your trigger points and your insecurities and your fears are not just reflected in that or not just mirrored but like it's their duality and so it's it only makes like it makes sense that you have such a strong reaction to to what they do and the setup is Um, so perfect and precise yeah and that's how you know this is it right my triggers insecurities were so finely and precisely triggered by my twin so finely and precisely right and hers were so finely and precisely triggered by me, right? Her fear of not being good enough compared to other women. Well, when we, while we were dating, I grew an Instagram page and I got hundred over 100,000 followers with her. And she was just like going crazy over the comments. She's like, wait, who's all these girls commenting on your writing now? And so it's just like our journeys, right? Our evolutions, mm-hmm. um, evolutionary paths, they mirrored each other and triggered each other so perfectly and that's a common theme i see in twin flame relationships another point i want to note is that more often than not since you two are the same soul you both probably have the same insecurities Mm -hmm. um this is not related but when it comes to body image the body parts i'm insecure about my twin is insecure about right like the reason I'm doing ab exercises every morning is because I'm most insecure about my stomach and my, my twin, her biggest insecurity is not having a flat stomach. That's always been her insecurity. And so your insecurities are not only mirrored by your twin, but they're shared with your twin. Yeah. I'm like trying to think back on mine. So I didn't have (laughs) a chance to get too much, but, um, but that's true. Like, they're they're opposite and then they're they're the same in the in the strangest way for both of so this is why like whenever I talk about my twin I'm semi-vague is because when we were in contact we were both very scared of letting somebody else get close and so as much as we just wanted to be around each other we were just 
we resisted so much getting close to each other and opening up and having deep conversations. Every time we tried, like we just froze. Um, Cause I was just this deep insecurity, but like the other thing is like, I, I, I kept like, I was very needy and he was very like cold. And so we just kept amplifying that in each other the colder he was the easier I got and and you see this in a lot of relationships yeah. um in that dynamic but this was very different because neither of us began with those traits like they were nowhere near and honestly like we both thought we cleared them in our last relationship but it wasn't cleared in the sl- like it wasn't cleared it I'm was so just very well hidden that, that is a big it twin flame so well sign. hidden right? These triggers that we talk Mm -hmm. about being so overwhelmingly triggered by, these are things that you're not usually swayed by, right? Me being hung up on someone, I've cut off so many people in my life or have hooked up and stopped talking to people immediately, right? So like the fact that I am so unconsciously drawn and magnetized towards something, that should tell you something, right? If your triggers have been resolved, so you thought, um, and then they resurfaced, so right? And they just tapped on in the right way by someone. There's there's something there, right? There's some there's something left in that connection where, oh, this person can teach me something, and yeah. that's the purpose of love, right? The purpose of love is to help each other perfect the art of loving. Yeah. It's just for this one time. Yeah. And so moving forward, a lot of people, you know, we're going to deal with our insecurities. How do you know a relationship or twin flame relationship is meant to be? Can you know, how do you know if there's still spiritual juice there, right? I was listening to a podcast and in the old traditions, um, old African, ancient Africa, what they did was every seven years, all the, all the priests and the shamans, they would come together and they would do divination. They didn't have tarot, but they would do whatever ceremonial thing or traditional thing that, you know, some occult practices or witchcraft mm-hmm. to figure out, okay. And they would lay their hands on a couple and they would figure out, is there more to this journey or is it done right so if there was more you may proceed if it's done hey you can proceed if you want but you're probably better off going with someone else because that's where your evolution is going to be so how can you tell personally within yourself there's still energy here there's still some work to be done it's so hard that's really hard to explain um and you just really know and i think you have to be at um at some level of under like differentiating between your ego and fear and your your truth and i kind of talked talk about talked about this with you about like the outcome of different timelines and so you have 
choice like at all times and they have choice at all times and it's really hard to know um what people are going to pick so you can't necessarily say they're going to be together that they should be together or they shouldn't or that it's done or it's not because that choice can change on both ends at any time um and so you you need to realize that like you separating now doesn't mean you can't come back later but you you really have to like listen to that inner voice to know like hey it's time for me to do work elsewhere like I need to step back like my time here is done and if you're just very silent you'll hear that and if you know what your ego sounds like you'll hear when it tries to intervene and be like no 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 wait um and you can kind of keep that in check and I think everybody's probably experienced this at some level either in a job or with a person um, or just any relationship where you know, hey, like you've kind of reached your end here. You know, you've learned all you need to learn. I don't think you ever stop learning or growing with your twin. However, I don't believe that they are a necessary part of your journey like in the 3d they don't actually need to be there and you and me have been like in no contact for long enough to know like they really don't need to be here through through our growth like them not being physically present doesn't mean that you're not connected to them and not using like the power in that connection to grow and to be you know your highest like grow into your highest self um but you do need to decide that for yourself and you need to respect their decision as well. Like this isn't a one-way street. Yeah. A couple of things I want to say about that was I love what you said about using your own experiences for contrast, right? You know what feels like a dead end job. You know what feels like there's nothing left in this relationship to, to, to sustain me, to keep going. There's nothing left here right? We're just, we're just going through the motions, right? You know what that feels like. We all do. Now contrast that with what this twin flame journey feels like. If it feels like this is not over, well, then you really got to pay attention to that and you got to have faith. At the same time, you have to do massive amount of work and self-work, inner work to separate your ego, your earthly bodily desires from your soul, right? Because the ego is attaching, it's expecting, oh, I want them, I crave them, I'm sexually thirsty for them, right? Well, or I'm like nothing without or them. Or I'm nothing without them, I need them to complete me. What your soul is, hey, we have a contract to fulfill. We have massive work to do together to elevate the consciousness of the planet, right? So two definitely different vibes. And that ego identification and deconstruction work is so important. Um, and then the second thing is, this is a very fluid decision where yeah, in literally one moment of the day, you will feel yourself being like, oh yes, union is here. 
my other my, my twin chose it too five minutes later holy shit where did they go wait what yeah. i thought you chose me and then the you next moment wait no i don't really care i don't choose them anyway mm-hmm. i'd rather be with a soulmate right <laughs> like you hop on and off different timelines throughout the day constantly right and yeah. if you want union i think this is fair to say you're gonna have to hold a steady vibration and just make up your mind and hold mm-hmm. a light for your twin that's the best you can do that's the most you can do that is yeah that's the best way to put it and um so i mean i'm gonna use your you as an example because i think i don't know if that's like clear for everybody but i know you just want to know um I, I always, you, me and Dan both wanted to just like, know are we going to end up with them or not? Um, and I think you asked me like, what do you see our outcome being? Because I, I um, can tap into timelines. That's like, it's hard, but uh, that's like kind of what my specialty is, is reading, t- is looking into timelines. And I, it just, I was like, the only thing that's clear to me is that there's going to be contact and you both have a choice to make when that con- when, when you come into contact and your decision is going to change you know every minute it's going to change every day it might change you know every month um and your decision is going to change up until that moment and their decision is going to change up until that moment and in that moment you're going to s- decide which way to go um but the only thing that is certain is you're going to connect again. Does I don't know when. But you're going to connect and you're both going to have a choice to make. And you're both going to know that that's the right choice for you. You know, so like all your experiences leading up to you are going to influence that, that decision you make but you shouldn't let that decision affect the choices you make, if that makes any sense. I just wanna reiterate that this journey will, the purpose is not union because you guys are always in union. So if you two are always connected, the purpose must be different than just sharing a bed or holding hands right? Because you two are always together. The purpose has to be bigger, more high vibe, something like it keeps you aligned with your highest self, right? It gets you out of your ego and it teaches you unconditional love where there's no attachment, right? And I say that Mm -hmm. because we all can close our eyes and tap into a timeline where we do reconnect with our twin and the answer and the outcome is hey let this we've tried let's you know we we gave it our best this is a more spiritual connection not a romantic one let's part ways let's consciously uncouple and there's a lot of pain there and a lot of grief but there's a lot of truth there Right. I think we can all tap into a timeline where we do reconnect, but the answer isn't reunion, but another separation. I can literally feel my heart breaking again 
And I'm not trying to speak this into existence, but I'm just telling you, it's a good reminder of what this relationship is. It's not a physical relationship. It's a union. And the purpose of union is not what you think. And I know that sucks. I know it's painful. But it aligns you closer to divine love and your heart breaking is just it breaking open, right? So that you can love more. And I know people are like, wait, that's not fair. How can I just pour my love out for someone? And they're just flirting out with like, they're, they're just on Tinder swiping, looking for karmic relationships. How can I just hold space for someone and they're just hooking up with whoever and partying their ass off? Well, that's the point. Can you still love what doesn't love you? In a healthy way. In a healthy way, right? I'm not telling you to show up at the door every single night and offering them like roses and dinner and making them bake ziti or whatnot, right? Like, can you just unconditionally support and see the light of God in them? (sighs) Right? Without needing them. And that's the that's a place to be and I don't know I just tapped into a timeline where we did meet up and I was just like there's no energy here and honestly it's very likely I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie to myself it's very likely that we do meet up and the I mean obviously we're gonna meet up but the outcome is I I I I misinterpreted this I was so caught up in in the romantic aspect that I overlooked the real purpose of us meeting. Yeah. Oh, I felt that. Yeah, I and think, I, and I do, I do that too. Yeah, I think I've a lot of people. And it's um, so painful. It's yeah, but that's, and it's not being pessimistic, but it's just bringing yourself closer to to oneness, and just unconditional selfless love um yeah beautifully said it's tough it's tough and i feel like after this i'm gonna go back in bed and cry because <laughs> that's no. that that's my first time tapping into yeah. that timeline but i yeah this journey is it's it's not what you think it is it's not so you know, I, I'm not sure I worded it well last earlier, but you know what I meant by that is you shouldn't like, like you said, you shouldn't let the outcome determine the choices you make now. Like for example, we were looking at houses to live in. You shouldn't let what you think your twin's going to think of your house determine where you're going to move. You shouldn't not date because you think your twin's gonna arrive like at any moment. And so like really listen to yourself and what's right for you. Um, Decisions are gonna constantly change and you shouldn't base them on an outcome that isn't certain yet. Like that's, yeah, it's not. And have confidence (laughs) in the decisions that you make for yourself because even if you do wanna make space for your twin and you want to take into account their preferences and desires well it doesn't matter because you two are the same soul so whatever life you choose for yourself they'll see it and automatically be drawn towards it they'll be like what i want a house just like that Mm -hmm. right i I want it by the mountains just like that 
Yeah. So trust yourself for that. And, and you, you know, you're on a divine path. Like you're, you are guided. You, you need to trust your decisions and just, and know that they're leading you somewhere. You might not know where, but they're leading you somewhere. I'm gonna end with. Um, you like to add? Yeah, I just want to end with. And I don't do this often, guys. I really don't. But I want to end with a prayer. And when I speak to God, I don't mean a man in the skies. Okay, I don't believe in a man in the skies with a with a list in his hand checking off if we're if we're naughty or nice, right? you would do better thinking of God as a divine feeling this divine feeling is accessible to all of us at every time at all times so when we say bring things to God what we mean is bring your problems to your highest self bring your stress to your infinite joy bring your financial problems to your highest potential that's what it means bringing it to God so I'm calling forth the God in all of us to send our inner child healing. Because I'm not going to lie. Tears were literally just boiling up in my eyes just thinking about the timeline that I just was talking about of not being with my twin. My heart breaking open again. And I feel like a lot of people chose that. Yeah. A lot of people chose that. A lot of people choose it. So send that love to your inner child. I want to call forth the highest self of everyone listening to this to be a steady foundation, to be the foundational vibration, to be our point of reference, not a twin flame, not a relationship, but our connection to source, our connection to God, our connection to that divine feeling that we are all one. I pray that that divine feeling will give us comfort during this time and let us know that we are so infinitely loved no matter what someone does or does not do for us or to us or with us. You have so much to offer. There's so much value and light in you. And I want you to just trust the process. You have chosen the best possible path before this lifetime to align with unconditional love so that you can shine your light in the brightest way possible to all of humanity. You have come here to do a great work. And I'm so proud of the work that you've chosen to do and the work that you continue to move towards every single day. You will get through this. There's so much love on the other side. Thank you a ton for listening in two days from now, Diana. I think two days. 
two days from now, we are launching our website and Facebook group, the community, All Things Twin Flames. We are so excited to shower you with value and meditation practices, live Q&As, energy updates, clearing meditations, prayers, Sunday sermons, the whole gamut, just to bless you with a knowing that, hey, you're not crazy. And this is the path that you have chosen to become your your highest self. So that's in two days from now. Um, The link will be everywhere. It'll be on our Instagram page. I needed to read this. It's going to be on my bio for uh, at Natural. Um, and we cannot wait for you to be part of a community. Um, I also want to add uh, that Diana and I will be offering private consultations. Okay, so if you want to work one-on-one with either one of us, you are now able to do so, okay? Whether that is you want to heal some childhood trauma or you want to activate a block chakra or you want to cleanse your soul to align with source, you can book a session with Diana. Or if you want to do a love tarot reading or you want to do a channeled reading, intuitive reading with Diana, you can do that as well. Okay, so all that information will be on our website. And of course, the link to the community will be on the website too. So with all that said, thank you for listening. Diana, do you have any last words? No, I think you said everything. I was thinking so. All right, folks. Peace and blessings. Thank you, guys. We love you. Bye. Love you. Bye.